0: Welcome to Bed Crime Stories Podcast. I'm your host, T. Hi guys, hope you're all doing well. To my regular bed crimers, hi, hi, hi. To anybody new, a warm welcome to my channel. Thank you for checking it out. Let me just ask you guys, after you listen to this or watch this, if you feel you enjoyed it or you learned anything from it, please do me a favor and hit that like button. Today, I feel the need to to talk about the elephant in the room, and that is Kaylee Gonsalves' ex-boyfriend, 26-year-old Jack D. I say elephant in the room because he is the person that Occam's razor would tell us to look at first as a possible suspect. And I cannot ignore him. Yes, I know the police have said they cleared him. Well, guess what? The police sometimes lie in the interests of the case, and sometimes they will say someone is cleared early on, but as the evidence comes back after it's analyzed, they will change their minds and suddenly declare that person a person of interest or a suspect. I'm also aware that Kaylee's mother, sister, and at least one friend have said, no way, it's not Jack D. He is the sweetest guy ever. But let me remind you that Lacey Peterson's mother at first believed there was no way that Scott Peterson could have harmed his pregnant wife. People with dark tendencies sometimes are very good at hiding them. Serialist BTK's wife and kids had absolutely no clue what he was up to in his spare time. Now, let me be clear, too. I'm not saying that Jack D. is responsible for this crime. I have no idea one way or another. I just want to talk about I, Jack D. would be at the top of the investigators' list of people to talk to and get an alibi from. What I'm talking about here is pure speculation Jack D. might be the super nice guy Kaylee's family and friends feel he is. That is just as likely. But in true crime, we speculate. That's what we do. We speculate. And if we're good, we speculate off facts. So why would the police put Jack D. at the top of their list? Well, first, there's the obvious relationship he has with Kaylee. The second reason would be one powerful word. And that word is motive. Kaylee had broken up with Jack D. She wanted to take a break. She wanted to have some time apart. And it sounds like their separation period was Kaylee's idea, not Jack's. Why do I say that? Because Kaylee's mother said they broke up because Kaylee wanted to spend some time apart. Thus, Jack, who was not the driver of that decision, had the breakup forced on him. He might not have been too happy about that. We don't know. He hasn't spoken out on it. But when one person breaks up with the other, usually the person who is broken up with is the brokenhearted one. The third thing is... Kaylee and Jack shared their dog, Murphy. Murphy was at Kaylee's rental house on the night and early morning of the crime. The perpetrator did not harm the dog, even when it may have been barking. Some neighbors have said that they heard the dog barking incessantly between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. We've heard other neighbors say, that it was an unusually quiet night in the neighborhood. If the perpetrator was in the house committing the crime and that dog started barking, don't you think this person or persons would have no qualms about silencing the dog using the same object used on the four students? So why didn't the perpetrator do that? One possibility is that the perpetrator has an attachment to Murphy the dog. If the perpetrator was confronting a barking dog that he did not know, or that she did not know, or that they did not know, I would think somebody who can do that to four people would have no problem doing the same thing to that dog. A smart perpetrator is not going to want to draw any attention to the home. Jack D. knows Murphy, and Murphy knows Jack D. Another reason to put Jack D. at the top of the list is that he would have been to 1122 King Road before. He would be someone who would know where all of the three women had their bedrooms. With Zanna Karnadol's bedroom said to be off the laundry room, have to go through the laundry room to get to that bedroom, It seems like a stranger would have never really been able to find that room, especially in record time if this crime really was committed between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. It seems likely to me that whoever found their way back to that bedroom had to have known where it was. I'm also wondering if Jack D. was upset about the breakup with Kaylee, how would he have felt seeing his ex-girlfriend posing in those photos on Facebook with her friends, Maddie, Zanna, and Ethan, and the other two roommates. Would it have hurt his feelings that he was not with those people, enjoying the day on Saturday, and taking photos together? Could that photo have triggered something in Jack D? Some jealousy because he wasn't at the house with Kaylee and her friends. Would that photo also explain why Kaylee, Maddie, Zanna, and Ethan were all harmed? I'm just asking. It doesn't totally make sense because the other two roommates were also in that picture. If Jack D was angry, could some of his anger have been unleashed on some of Kaylee's friends as well? Let me ask you this. What if Jack D. was at the Corner Club bar Saturday night? I don't know if he was, but what if he was? Or what if he wasn't there, but some of his friends were? That Joe Vido guy said that Kaylee was intoxicated and Maddie was glass-eyed. Joe also said the girls were getting a lot of attention from the guys there. Did Jack see this for himself and get jealous? If not, did some of his friends witness this and report it to him? Is that a possibility? Could that have set him off? Jealous men and women have been known to become irate in situations like that, especially when alcohol is involved and it loosens up your inhibitions and makes you maybe more emotional? Could Jack have headed over to 1122 King Road to harm Kaylee? And also Maddie, because they were two peas in a pod, and perhaps he saw Maddie as a bad influence. Or did he intend to just harm Kaylee, but perhaps Maddie saw him up on the third floor? Again, I'm just speculating we don't know if Jack is involved at all. I don't know one way or another, but I'm speculating here because again, he would be at the top of the list of the people that the police would want to check out. Or, let's say it was Jack. Did he have rage at the four people he saw in that Facebook photo who he harmed? Meaning, Kaylee, Maddie, Xana, and Ethan. I'm telling you that I do not believe that a random stalker type of person would stumble upon the room that Xana and Ethan were sleeping in. I think that whoever did this had to have known they were back there, unless Xana or Ethan heard something, came out, ran into the perpetrator, tried to run back to the room, and didn't get there fast enough. Because we have four harmed students in a house where there were six people, it kind of feels like whoever did this intended to harm the four people and not the two surviving roommates. Next, we have the seven phone calls from Kaylee's phone and three from Maddie's phone to Jack D's phone right before the crime was committed. Those calls came in between 2.30 and 2.52 a.m. And we've been told by authorities that they believe the crime was committed between 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. Why were Kaylee and Maddie calling Kaylee's ex-boyfriend that night? He was her ex-boyfriend. I know they shared the dog. I know that maybe there were talks about them reconciling, but why at that hour did they repeatedly call him? Also, why didn't they just text him? Doesn't that seem like a more convenient way to try to communicate with somebody at that time of night? Don't most people text message in a situation like that? I feel like they do. Maybe I'm wrong. What if Jack was at the house where this went down? Could he have been dialing himself off of Kaylee and Maddie's phones? in a way to establish an alibi. Could he have been thinking, if Kaylee and Madison are dialing me at the time of the crime or near when the crime went down, maybe the police will think that I couldn't possibly be at 1122 King Road at that time. But then again, Kaylee's sister has said that Kaylee was known to sort of repeatedly dial people at any hour of the day, and she'd just keep letting it ring and ring and ring. So maybe after a night at the bar and after some drinking, maybe Kaylee was regretting the breakup and wanted to have a chat with Jack. It sounds as if Jack D. has said that he was sleeping when those 10 phone calls came in. So I'm wondering if he had his phone turned off or if he had it silenced because how could he not pick up the phone when he had 10 phone calls in a rather short amount of time? You'd think he would have heard all that ringing and thought, well, maybe there's an emergency. I need to pick it up. That's what I would do, but I'm a little OCD. So that is the argument for why Jack D., has to be at the top of the list. And again, that doesn't make him guilty of any crime. Until the next time on Bed Crime Stories. Now do me a favor, smash that like button, subscribe to my channel, leave me a comment. If you want to join my memberships, it's a great way to support the channel. I also have some rather cool merchandise, if I don't say so myself.